1: and welcome to The Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 19th of March, the 78th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are 287 days until the end of 2022. A call out to our listeners in India. A little tired today after all the Holly celebrations? Holly or the Festival of Colors ended yesterday, and Holly is one big deal in India. I hope someday I'll be there for it. It's all about color. RFI Listeners Club member Jayanta Chakrabarti from New Delhi wrote with some details about Holly. Here's what he had to say. Holly announces the arrival of spring, so it's also called the Spring Festival. It's celebrated on the day of the full moon in the Indian month of Falgun. People of every religion, language and region join in the festivity, smearing each other with colored powders and colored water, singing and dancing with much fanfare. Young people put colored powders called Abir or Gulal on elders' feet in reverence while receiving their blessings. Special delicacies made for the occasion are distributed. One such choice item is Gujiya, a sweet dumpling made of flour and stuffed with cream, cheese, and dry fruits. It's so yummy. India, as you know, is an ancient country with innumerable customs and traditions. Several myths, legends, and rituals are connected with festivals. Holi also has several stories behind it. One such connection is with the divine love of Radha, a cowherd, and Lord Krishna. It's said that Krishna's mother, Jasodha, once playfully suggested that he smear some brightly colored powder on Radha's face. After Krishna does this, Radha falls madly in love and gets married. Lord Krishna's colorful escapades with Radha, accompanied by her other cowherd girlfriends, or gopis, in his garden, was the beginning of the Hali festival. Another interesting narration is given in the ancient Indian text, the Bhagavata Purana. The arrogant king of demons, Hiranyaku thought himself to be invincible and forced his subjects to worship him. He was irked by his son, Prahlad, who was a devotee of Lord Vishnu, who is the preserver and protector of the universe according to Hindu beliefs. So the demon king devised a cruel punishment. He employed his sister, Holika, to trick Prahlad to sit on a pyre. Holika had a cloak to protect herself from the fire. However, as the fire blazed, the cloak flew from her to protect Pralhad. Thus, Holika perished while Pralhad was saved. This is why Holi is preceded by Holika Dahan, meaning burning of Holika, which is the very essence of Holi, the victory of good over evil. On this day, revelers dance around bonfires, chanting mantras and worshipping fire as the purifier of evils and the restoration of faith as shown by Pralhad. Stay healthy and cheerful. Thanks, Yayanta, and I hope everyone had a wonderful time. Namaskar from Jorhat, India. I am Prithviraj. The sound kitchen and Susan Onsley is cooking. And tomorrow is the March equinox. The sun will be exactly above the equator, which makes day and night of equal length. Tomorrow is the official first day of spring in the Northern Hemisphere, and the official first day of autumn in the Southern Hemisphere. So happy spring or happy autumn, wherever you are on the planet.
0: Bonjour, my name is Jörg Hoffmann from Germany, and you are listening to The Sound Kitchen on Radio France International. Are you ready? I do hope so.
1: And so do I, because it's time for the quiz. 18th of February I asked you about the Winter Olympics. You were to answer two questions: how many gold medals did France win and in which categories? The answer is 5. The star is Quentin Fillon Maillet, a biathlete, which I had to look up. A biathlete competes in a biathlon, which is a Nordic skiing event that combines cross-country skiing and rifle shooting. Okay, I guess it comes from hunting in the Nordic countries. Interesting, I do think of the French as excellent skiers, but shooting? Well, I was wrong. Maillet won not one, but two biathlon events the 20-kilometer individual, and the 12.5-kilometer pursuit. He's the first French athlete to win five medals in a single edition of the Winter Games. In addition to his two golds, Maillet won three silver medals in Sprint, Relay, and Mixed Relay. We have good figure skaters, too. Frances Gabriela Papadakis and Guillaume Cizeron won the gold in ice dance. And in alpine skiing, the men's slalom event, Clément Noël won the gold. Finally, another biathlete, Justine Brazat-Boucher, she won the gold in the mass start event of the biathlon. Hooray for the athletes! And the Sound Kitchen winners are... RFI Listener Club members this week, but you do know you do not have to be a member of the RFI Listener's Club to win quizzes, right? Just send in your answer. We're all about equality here in this kitchen. From Pekinbaru, Indonesia, there's Ilyas Fakri, and from Abbotsford, Canada, Kanwar Santu. There are two winners from Bangladesh this week, Fiona Rahman from Mushiganj and Abdul Manan Teacher from Sirajganj. Last but certainly not the least, Riaz Ahmad Khan from Sheikhapura City, Pakistan. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. Ukraine. The question this week is about Ukraine, specifically about the Russians against the war. Earlier this week, you listened to and read RFI English journalist Jan Vandermata's excellent article, Who are the Russians campaigning to stop Putin and help Ukraine? Jan's interview was with Sergei Gyereth, the founder of the True Russia Collective. Reread it and answer me this. In the middle of the article there are photos of three of the members of the true Russia Collective. In the middle is a man named Mikhail Barishnikov. I want you to do a bit of research on him. Who is he? What's his story? Again, reread and re-listen. It's good to hear the voice of the man interviewed. So reread Jan van Dramata's article. Who are the Russians campaigning to stop Putin and help Ukraine? And tell me who Mikhail Barishnikov is and a bit of his history. I grew up in love with him. I want to take this opportunity, although I don't need to tell you as none of you are ignorant to not confuse governments with citizens. It would be like saying all Indians believe Muslims should have their houses and businesses burned and be run out of the country, which is their home. It would be like saying that all Americans were for invading Iraq, or that they support Donald Trump, or that all Muslims are terrorists. And do your research before you boycott. Boycotting is an Excellent tool. Dr. King learned it from Mahatma Gandhi and was able to bring about great changes for black Americans in the U.S. using boycotts. But ensure what you boycott is really Russian. I've seen videos of silly Americans pouring out Stolichnaya Vodka, which is not Russian, but Latvian. And Latvia is a European Union country. So do your homework. And please remember, there are many, many Russians against the war in Ukraine. Many have already fled the country. And look at what Marina Anikova, a state television employee, did on Monday. Have you seen? She became ashamed at working at the Kremlin propaganda broadcaster and burst onto the live broadcast of Russia's most watched news show yelling, stop the war. And holding up a sign that said they're lying to you here. Brave woman. Obviously, she was immediately arrested, but faces stiff penal punishment. France has offered her asylum, which I hope she takes, and I hope she never drinks tea. She's not made herself. Those old KGB people love their poisons. So, think. I've put Jan's mini podcast and article on the Sound Kitchen and the club's Facebook pages to help you with the answer. Click the little audio button at the top of the article to listen to Sergei Gureyev, the founder of the True Russia Collective. You have until the 25th of April to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on April 30th to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a Miss, a Ms, a Mrs., or a Mr. I don't want to get it wrong.
0: Send your quiz answers to English.service at RFI.fr. That's English dot service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus three three six three one one two nine six eight two. That's plus three three six three one one two nine six eight two. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one. Your RFI Club membership number. This is the salt kitchen where you'll never know what will be served.
1: it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan Rome for his input and expertise in mixing the show and thanks to you for listening. Be sure to tune in next Saturday to hear the answer to the question about the percentage of gas from Russia upon which France is reliant. The Sound Kitchen Podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch, and stay safe, my friends. Oh, 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 I have finished addressing the envelopes for all the quiz prizes which have not gone out since forever. Thanks to Nigerian Muhammad Nasir for wishing me more grease to your elbow. Although it was really more, more grease to your fingers. Now don't get excited. Everything is still very slow from COVID and the mail getting to you from me is slow at the best of times, but everything has been mailed. Give it at least two months before you write and tell me you've not received anything. Okay. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. And today he's chosen a selection from the progressive rock band Pink Floyd called Shine On You Crazy Diamond. The song is on the album Wish You Were Here, which was released in 1975. And like their previous record, The Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd used studio effects and synthesizers. When it was released, it didn't get good press. Critics found it inferior to the band's previous work. The public, however, disagreed. It reached number one in the U.S. and U.K., and the record company Harvest EMI was unable to keep up with the demand. Since then, this record has sold over 20 million copies. Not bad, eh? So let's take a listen. Here's Shine On, You Crazy Diamond from Pink Floyd, Erwan's musical choice for this week. Thanks, Erwan, for another musical discovery. Talk to you all next week.